Konnichiwa. Uh, hi, y'all. <laughs> I'm Laurie. And I'm Leslie. And welcome to Sumo, sumo Kaboom. Kaboom. Yay. Where we talk about all things sumo. Mm-hmm. And today we are talking about something really cool that we just watched. Yes. The Fuji Tournament. Yeah, that was so cool. I had no idea it even existed. I didn't either before just a couple of weeks ago. And by the way, this podcast is not going to follow our normal format. We're just going to kind of riff on what we just saw, a little bit of added content for you. So it'll be a nice little short thing talking about something we saw that was really cool. Yeah, it was this one-day tournament. It doesn't count in the rankings or anything. Just a one-day tournament put on by Fuji. GTV, where it's an elimination tournament, but all of the big top division wrestlers come in and wrestle each other. If they lose, they're out of the tournament. Right, which is kind of like crazy because what this was on February 9th. Uh-huh. So when was the last tournament over? January something. Yeah. So it's like a week. It's like a week or two later. And you yeah, have not too long after. All of these tournaments. I always wonder, you know, what is the life of a wrestler between the last tournament and the next tournament? And I always think that it's like got to be so focused. They're back in the gym. They're either trying to get healed from their injuries or they're like, how do I go out and conquer next time? But what you find out is they have an incredible schedule after each one of these tournaments. There's a sumo tour. They're, they're also practicing obviously in their own stable but they're also going out to other stables and sparring with other wrestlers just to fight them more just to get more track time with them so this is one of those things i was like i can't believe that they just finished a tournament half these guys are injured and then here they're going into some one-day tournament for fuji tv that's elimination style to fight again yes and the best thing about it, it's it's still as inspiring as ever. It's yes. still as much fun to watch. Their endurance just is mind-boggling. It's crazy. It is crazy. And some people actually, like, Toshinoshin looked like he had taken a couple days in the hot tub. Like, he took he off was, the knee pads. He was fighting without his knee braces or whatever the heck he wears underneath. I don't know all, what all those of things that, are. Like, all the mountains of tape that he puts on his knees. He still had the band-aids on his butt. Yes, but he didn't have anything on his <laughs> knees. And it was like, oh my God, that's what his real knees look like. It's almost like I didn't recognize him. Right? Without those massive white knee wraps know, that he wears. But he looked great. Watching them all, they just, they looked more relaxed than they normally do. We started to see some really fun, energetic things that you don't see as often in these real tournaments. Well, one thing that was really interesting about this one is that you can fight somebody that's from your same stable. Yeah, which so you in, can't do in a real tournament. No, you absolutely can't. So this was interesting because then you're seeing two wrestlers who are probably pretty used to sparring with each other yeah. because they do it on a daily basis. So you got to see a different style of sumo because they have tried everything on the other person. <laughs> and they're like, I kind of know what this guy's weaknesses because I probably work on it nine to five yeah, every so day. I'm just gonna hike a- Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So it started at uh the bottom and a lot of the names that we saw as we moved up was well oh uh Miyogiru. That was one yeah, who looked great. He looked great. Yes. And he has like a panda bear kind of look about him because he he just has his belly sits low and his legs are so short, which uh-huh. is I think what makes him so incredibly Strong. I mean, they're all insanely strong. Yep. Uh, who else did we see? Rudin. And we also saw uh, Tamawashi a lot. And, you know, yep. Tamawashi won uh, Basho this last year. And what I love about Tamawashi is, A, he bakes 
uh, cupcakes and cookies in his free time. Of course you would love and, that. And I, right? Because I did not go down a rabbit hole of Tamawashi no, after he won the no, last, no, no. Won, won one of the last tournaments. Why would you? Why would I? Yeah, I don't do those things. I have been a big fan of his as well, but he, over the last couple of tournaments, he starts out and then it just kind of fizzles on him. Uh-huh. And he kind of has that consistency of just kind of fizzling out. So even in this tournament, when you see him doing well, you're like, yeah, he's got it back. He's got that thing he's back. Got, maybe he just had, maybe he's like got a 24 hour window where he does really well. And then he just needs a few days to rest up. Maybe. And he's fine. After I, that. D- I just think. The stakes of the grand championship are those, so high. They're just so high. And yeah. I can't imagine. The stress of that must get to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your livelihood is on the line every time you step in that ring. Yep. And I, I feel like it gets mentally to them. You can see it because you're like, this guy is incredible one day and the next day it, you just, they look defeated. They just look absolutely defeated. And sometimes it's just one wrestler that just has that thing over them yep. that they cannot, like even Hakaho has, has vulnerabilities. Uh, Takayasu does, you know? And so you well, just, we all do. We all do. Yeah. It, it was interesting to see Tamawashi kind of, oh, hey, he's looking good. Yeah, looking good. Let's see who else looked good. Um, well, Abby got beat horribly by being picked up and taken out of the ring. By, yeah. Uh, let me try to say the name. Churu, Tsurugishu? Did I say Tsurugishu. that? Tsurugishu. It's the TSs that so, get me so. in Japanese. Tsurugishu. That so. are just, they're just harder. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let's but talk about Tsurugishu. Let's do. Him and Abi went head to head. And Abi, yep. Mr. Skinny Long Arms for Days, which yeah. is his, he has a pushing, I mean, pushing uh, technique. He just windmills his arms around and pushes as hard as he can at yeah. his opponent's chest and neck, neck. Often, that's the thing about him. That's why he's so unstoppable. Is that his arms are so long? Yep, they look skinny to me, but they must just come out like little, like strong jabs of incredible Roar! force. Yeah. Because his belly, I mean, he's big, but he doesn't have the same frame as some of the other guys do. No, no, no. Some of the other guys are as wide as they are tall. They are, yeah, they're trucks. Or like Mitakiyomi, who's like a train. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you can't stop him. You cannot stop him. Even though they use some of the same techniques, the shoving and the pushing, which is what Abby's known for. But Abby is not your guy that's going to be on the belt. He's going to go first every single time into your neck with his crazy skinny long arms. Right. But it just shows today if you can just stop. Stop that. Right. If you can get a hold of that and get on his belt, I mean, you could just pick the guy up and take him right out right. of the ring. And that's what, what he did. Yeah. It was he had exciting. like flailing legs and everything. Like, yeah. Sometimes you see the flailing legs and you're like, oh, no. But today, this tournament, there were five of them at least that flailed. Yeah. Like the other wrestler just clearly picked him up by the Mawashi and was like, I'm going to set you out of this ring. You can flail as much <laughs> you as you like. flail all you want, but I'm going to set you over here. Yeah. Oh, my God. And oh. then we had. Uh, go ahead. I interrupted you. Go I ahead. was going to talk about. Inho versus Hakaho. That's exactly what I was okay. going to talk about, too. Like, the comedy bout of the day. Yeah, I don't it think li- it was a real bout. No, because Hakaho, if he was really trying, he would have had him flattened on the ground in, like, 2.5 seconds. Yeah, like, exactly. But these guys train together. They're from yeah. the same stable, so... And I think that's why Inho is so good, is that... Because he's training with Hakaho. He's been sitting there... All this time, and we should say again one more time, Enho is the Rudy story of Sumo. Now, Lari has not okay, still not I'm seen going Rudy. To go see, okay, I pledge to you this week, I you am will going watch to watch Rudy. the movie 
Rudy. It's such a great movie. Thanks. Yeah. Like the Rudy story is like how he's basically the water boy. Like he's never going to get the to play. The water boy. Is he on a football? It's kind of the same story. Oh. So it's like he's never going to get a chance to play. And then the final game, he gets to. He, oh, he gets, gets to play. And he, he gets, gets to play, play and, and they throw a him a catch, and he gets, yeah, and and everybody's like, "Oh, uh, Rudy." Okay, but and they Ho, lift him on their shoulders, and they're like, "Rudy, Rudy." But anyway, in but Ho, Ho is, is working his way up in yeah. the rankings like crazy because he's performing really well. Well, and he's five six. He's two hundred and eighteen pounds, which yep. is a shrimp compared to the rest. Yeah. Literally half the size. Yes. If you put him up against Ichinojo, who's five hundred pounds, you go, "How does this little guy?" kick so much ass but he does because his techniques are so low to the ground and he's so tiny that these big tall guys are so off balance the second they try to grab for his belt he puts their center of gravity off so quickly that they can't they, they're like towers well, of, just, they, they just topple over he's lightning fast too, and he, yeah he gets at their ankles and their knees and trips them up and they don't know what to do so, so in this bout today yes with Hakaho, yeah which I will say in the beginning what was pure comedy because it was Hakaho basically swatting him away, swatting Enho away like a fly, and then he put Hakaho his hand, just put his hand on Enho's forehead, yeah. and just kept him at bay. And like Enho that. was flailing, trying to get his hands yeah. in there to get he, you. Yeah. You can't but, touch Hakaho. But what happened eventually is Enho swung around, got underneath. Uh, Hakaho's legs and circled around until Hakaho was off balance and just sort of flung him over in a flip. Now, I think Hakaho was like, yes, I'm agreeing to yeah. do this he for you. He threw the match. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's like but, his little brother. But I it's think. an example of what Enho does really well. Even if right. they were doing it then for show, you really still get an idea of what why Enho is so beloved. Right. But also why Hakaho is because I mean Hakaho knows Enho's numbers. Oh, he could have he could have in like I said 2.5 seconds had him on the ground. Yeah, but no Hakaho's- But Hakaho if they were both really trying it, it would have been more fun to watch but I still think it was fun because you got to see the the other side of yeah. what their relationship is is yeah. that these wrestlers are Mentor, so sto- they're so stoic and they come into the ring and you you see you see a very reserved face and you don't get to see the relationship these guys have with each other. Yeah. So I think that was what was really fun about seeing this is that you never get to see them play. You never get to see them like truly enjoy each other's company. And yes, it was in front of a, a huge arena of people, but you got to see like kind of the love they have for each other. And yeah. also, you know, Inho is who he is because he's learned from the best. He's been in his stable just Watching the best, how how it's done. <sighs> yes, so greatest of all time. It just made me long for more Hakaho. I mean, you know, I have I have wonderful dreams of Hakaho. Yeah, He's, she has sex she, dreams about oh! Hakaho. <laughs> Yes, I do. He is just He's so very married. Sexy He's very married. So just strong. And who doesn't love a tall, strong man That's in her true. dreams? I know I will have some fabulous dreams tonight, and I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> so to go on, who else was so much... Well, Mitakiyomi was is always fun for me to watch. He was the first guy I picked uh, to watch when I first started sumo wrestling. I still just think he's like a freight train coming out of that. Well, to today, out of that he, squat, just, he just... He's just like a bowling ball. You really can't oh. stop him. When the train is moving, you cannot stop him. No. I mean, he's amazing. You have to be of equal size and your tachi eye, which is that that first moment the wrestlers yeah, bang the into each charge. other, the initial yeah. charge. That determines most of the time how the bout's going to go, whoever wins that. 
And Mitakiyumi seems to win so many more Tachiais than other people. And he just puts his head down and he runs forward. It just might be the, the physics, the aerodynamics of his body. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I just to see, talk a K show well, because I just see more bloody noses and like cut eyes with Mataki yeah, than anybody else. He's a he's warrior. He's just not afraid to put his head right into it and like come what may. Doesn't matter what's between him and his opponent. He's just gonna run through it yeah. with his head. I'm amazed any of them have the bridge of their nose anymore because they're just so smashed. Well, and we didn't really get to any bloody battles or anything no. today. I mean, they were all kind of. <laughs> they were all in great moods. It well, seemed like it. My favorite wrestler. Well, we are ready. To, well, oh, we should say. We should say that the final match was between Miyogiri and Takayasu. Takayasu. Yeah, I have been missing him dominating because it's just when you cheer for somebody and they're in the doldrums, it's just it hurts you because you're like, come on, get it together. And this last tournament just about killed me. And the tournament before, he's just been kind of on a he's, losing streak. Well, and he's been injured for so long. His, he has. He, his elbow, elbow. Yeah. Like his whole, his arm got bent the wrong way, it looked like one time. Yeah, it was like hyperextended. Yeah. And he still kept fighting with the other side and still winning. Oh, I but know. I'm just, just amazed that winning. he's like, well, it looks like I got to keep fighting with just one half of my body. Yeah, he just does not give up. And no. so it was really fun to see him today. Right. And he lost. And end up in the final. He won last year's tournament um, for this, the Fuji TV one. Fuji TV tournament. Fuji TV yes, tournament. last year and this year this he year also won. Yeah. yeah. And it was him and Miyogiru, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I keep forgetting because I got to see him like back to back like four times crush it i know and, and he's so he's interesting fun. because he he does look like somebody who just got out of bed and then has to fight a brutal battle and when he does his face is all angry and scrunched up and yeah, then yeah. and then it's over and then he hits the alarm and he goes back to sleep or I think he goes back to his movie trailer to study his lines before he goes to film The Godfather. Yeah, again. he does because look I a really little. I really do think he looks like Marlon Brando. Oh, yeah. I see that. He definitely has some sort of mafia that, type no, of. It's, I mean, it's Marlon. A, like it's like that sweet... dark look of Marlon Brando. Yeah. Like, Breeding. Yeah. Almost like he doesn't care, but you know he does care. But he's like, uh, I just get out of bed and I just I conquer. But anyway, so that was what was fun, is watching my sweet baby Takiyasu crush it. You know who we didn't talk about, and who also is handsome? Asanoyama. You know, he has so much potential, and he has just been turning it in, and turning it in, and turning it in. And it all started, I think, last year between, I can't remember which tournament it was, but he was kind of like... I won't say skinny or scrawny because there's no such thing, but he just kind of wasn't as heavy. And between one tournament to the next, six weeks time, he literally packed on 30 pounds. Yeah. Now, I cannot imagine how much Chonkanabe, which you would is, have to eat, which is sumo food, sumo wrestler food, you would have to eat in six weeks time to do that. Or Considering, how much beer you would have to drink. Right. Just so much. But when he did that, everything changed for him. I mean, his mentality, I think, changed because all of a sudden he was just a force that was moving differently. So I think he's obviously somebody who's on the Ozeki track. He's reserved enough. He is consistent enough. This last tournament, maybe not as much, I don't think. He did win the tournament before. the What what one was that? Maybe that would have been November. November. 
the November, November one. He uh, did well. I mean, he didn't have a losing. Right. He is on the path to, I think, eventually dominate. Once he can kind of get through what it means to be of these upper, higher levels and yeah, have yeah, perform yeah. consistently, he's going to continue to dominate. That's kind of who... I I know I'm watching it. Like, we know Takake Show. We know Mitaka Yumi. We know all of these other players that have been consistent. Even Kota Shogiku. You know, some uh-huh. of these older guys that you're like, they show up again and again and again. But there's something about, A, Asanoyama's, like, youth, how he's been wrestling and where he's going. He just has momentum that's kind of more consistent to me than some of the other wrestlers who are still incredible wrestlers. But even Miyogiru was somebody who... Is, has been inconsistent. So even though seeing today how much, I mean, I, you just uh, haven't seen him kind of really do that well. Yeah. Have we uh, talked about Tokushoryu? No. Because he's the other one we saw today, and it was so nice to see him in action again. Oh, yeah. Tokushoryu um, was the winner of the last tournament. He won it from very last place. Yeah, he came in as ranking Maigashira 16. You are yeah, low man the on the total. last person. You have to wear wooden shoes. <laughs> like, you have to. I don't know if he actually has to wear wooden shoes. I'm but just he was actually embellishing. in last place. And He's shocker a- of all shockers, he won the last Basho. He won our hearts because as soon as he won it, he burst into tears. Well, can you imagine being dead Last. Well, and, and, and nobody believed in him. The entire tournament, everybody was like, I can't believe Tokushorya is in, uh, in the running for the U show. This is absolutely not. Like, even three days before the thing ended, people yeah. were like, oh, Shoda is going to beat this guy. There's no way yeah. he's going to win. His belly is, I just want to talk about it. For our, for our listeners who don't know what his belly looks like, this guy is built like a typical sumo wrestler, but then he has a big belly, but then it's almost as if like a Hollywood special effects person has come in and put a belly upon his big belly. It's it is it's impressive. Insa- it's insane. Beneath all I of that. I prefer to call it impressive. It is impressive. And he uses it to his advantage. And I think because he also has a lower sitting belly, it seems kind of like Miyogadu has. Yeah. Like it's really short legs. I don't know if maybe it's a longer torso. I don't know what it is, but his belly is by far proportionally. It seems like it's much, much bigger than the rest of his body. But he also has mad skill, mad technique. Yeah. But I think he's just somebody that because also the way you're built or at least where your weight is centered He's he's just been really hard to knock over and knock down. Yeah. And he's <laughs> well, been so strong. Like, you know, he turns and it's like he's got like a bathtub it is in nuts. front of him. And like <laughs> you gotta just get out of the way of that belly. Yeah. I mean, you amazing. have no other option. Putting that aside, that's just one part of, you know, his physicality, which is interesting to me. He is obviously so strong. Extremely talented. It, oh yeah. Sometimes you don't credit these guys that are so big. Yeah. And he's actually not that tall you just don't credit them with like having as much technique as maybe Hakaho has because Hakaho's physique looks different yeah it looks more athletic and so you just assume that they have more te- it's not at all that these guys no matter what their body looks like they all have this uh, they all have their own unique technique that's tied to their own body and how it how it works and how yep. it operates yep that's what's kind of fascinating and that's why some of them are pusher thrusters some of them are mawashi guys where they're on the belt some of them have favorite grips you know they're like if he gets his left arm in there this other guy's toast and it's true yeah everybody that has guy their particular know- way yeah. of fighting yeah that they do very well they all have different styles 
and uh, I think you're I think you're saying that it's just really exciting to watch each one of them do their own style and do it well. Yeah, sometimes when I go to dance class or I I do all these different things in my life, but people always say to you, you know, you in yoga too, like bring what you can of what is your own to uh-huh. the table. You can't try to be somebody else. You can't try somebody else's technique because it works for them. Every person's right. body is different. You got to figure it out for yourself. Right. And you can't you can't push too hard because you want to look like somebody else or whatever. It, you just you have what you have. And so you have to learn how to use what you have in the best way possible. And I think that that's what's so fascinating about looking at their bodies, looking at their techniques, looking at their minds. And the whole thing that makes each one of a sumo wrestler is so vastly different and yet so incredibly competitive. Yep. Well, I'm excited to see the next tournament. Are you? I am very excited. The The Banzuke comes out uh, today, yesterday. Yep. It actually came out today. Right. So we're going to be talking about rankings, all the upcoming cool stuff in this next tournament, wrapping up the last tournament, looking forward to the next tournament. So we have so much on our plate that we're so excited to share with you. Yes. So thank you. That's our style of sumo at Sumo Kaboom. Tune in again for more info on the sport that we love. Join us online, on social media, connect up with us, comment, tell your friends about us. Feel free to ask us questions. If we cannot answer your question, we will find an expert who can. Until later, I'm Laurie. And I'm Leslie. Of Sumo Kaboom! Thanks for listening. Sayonara!